Hey everybody and welcome to a very special edition of the This Week in Marvel podcast. My name is Ben Morse. I'm the senior editor on Marvel.com. Not going to waste any time getting to it. If you guys have been paying attention to the comic book world, you know that all new, all different Marvel is coming. Fast and Furious. It's going to be here this fall. The previews edition, uh, both print and digitally, is now out so you can see the bevy of cool new titles we've got planned so you can get the information that way but we thought we'd do something special and get all of the editors the people responsible for putting these books together for shepherding the creative teams we get them kind of rapid fire on the podcast get real quick takes on all of these books so while you can get the information scattered in a bunch of different places listen to this podcast and you're going to hear right from the editors all the info you need on every all-new, all-different Marvel title, well, within reason. We may not cover a few just for uh, different reasons, but you're going to get a lot. Uh, it's going to be a great listen. Hope you guys enjoy it, and we've got a lot to cover, so let's get going. We are starting from the top with Tom Brevoort and Alana Smith. That's the way you pronounce your first name, right? Because yes. <laughs> Tom's right. been on the podcast many times, but this is Alana's first time. Yes. yes. Tom, welcome back. Thanks. You are the This Week in Marvel all-star. As well, always. One of them. Record-setting guest, I think. Record-setting. Yeah. I don't think anyone can touch you. Nice. So nice. we're talking about uh, the all-new, all-different Marvel books that are coming out. And you guys are in charge of all the Avengers. We Earth's are. Mightiest Heroes. We are. So let's kick things off with uh, all-new, all-different Avengers. What is coming up there? Uh, it's Everything's exactly the same. <laughs> it's a it's gross <laughs> misrepresentation. It's completely unchanged. Not new, not different. Yeah. <laughs> not different. Yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, people who read the Free Comic Book Day uh, entry we had uh, last May uh, got kind of a little taste of uh, this uh, new team. It's uh, Mark Wade with uh, Adam Kubert and Mahmoud Azrar. Uh, it is a new team of Avengers. Uh, operating in a slightly more scrappy manner. They don't have all the resources that the Avengers have typically had in the past, uh, so they have to operate uh, a little more out-of-pocket than they have uh, in uh, days gone by. Uh, it's the the least white male <laughs> Avengers team ever, <laughs> uh, which, is, which is kind of nice yep. and kind of reflects our ongoing commitment to diversity uh, and uh, substance of that nature. Uh, and, you know, they'll go out and avenge and do avenging things and be avengery in an avenging kind of manner, but in an all new and all different way. Uh, and with the, with the world's longest title thus far. Well, we we uh, we uh, we refer to it as Anad Avengers. Anad Avengers. <laughs> Very cool. And Anad. one of those Anad Avengers is going to be Iron Man, who will have his own solo series, Invincible Iron Man. He will. By Brian Bendis, David Marquez this is the first one we announced. There's a lot out there about that right now. But what do you guys have to say about Shellhead? Um, well, Iron Man, uh, you know, make no mistake about it. Iron Man is at this point probably the most recognizable Marvel character worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, people will argue me that on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's a fair enough argument. But over the course of the last ten years, particularly if you're looking globally. Mm-hmm. Iron Man's the dude. Yes. Uh, and so we're making a very concerted effort to make Iron Man the dude in uh, comics publishing as well and bring him to the forefront of the Marvel Universe where he belongs. And that is sort of uh, the mission that Brian and David have taken on. 
So it's a clean start for Iron Man. We're going to start, uh, you know, right at the beginning. New, new, uh, new armor, new company, new building, uh, new supporting cast, new girlfriend, new villains. Some old villains showing up again. Um, it's got a big surprising last page. Uh, it's got uh, some crazy good storytelling from David Marquez uh, and some beautiful color from uh, Justin Ponzer. Uh, and uh, it's going to be the best-selling book that we do very yeah. soon. So you might as well not even fight it and just get on board right away because you want to be there as an early adopter and not one of those Johnny-come-latelys or issue three who's going, oh, I guess I better pick I like this. it. Throwing down the gauntlet there. <laughs> That's it. Another cog in the all-new All Different Avengers is going to be Captain America. Of course, this is not a our cog. traditional... He's a cog. A cog, cog can be a good <laughs> thing. He's a cog. I, mean, I don't think Sam was any man's cog. All right, well, you tell me about... <laughs> he uh, you tell me about Sam Wilson and Captain America and why he is no cog. Well, uh, when we come back from Secret Wars, uh, for one, we will have a new creative team, uh, which is Nick Spencer, Ant-Man's Nick Spencer, the tiny mm-hmm. Ant-Man Nick Spencer... And uh, Daniel Acuna, formerly of Uncanny Avengers. Uh, most critically, uh, during the eight-month gap, something has occurred to drive a wedge between Sam and Steve Rogers. So he is now, uh, you know, a uh, Captain America who must make his own way in the world, uh, not under the shadow or under the wing of another guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is out there essentially being his own kind, his own sort of Captain America. Mm-hmm. You into his ideals, doing what he thinks uh, should be done with the power and the prestige that comes with that position mm-hmm. uh, and the attention that it gets. Uh, fighting bad guys, uh, kicking bottom, staying in touch with the with the neighborhood, being, being the Sam Wilson that we know, yeah. but also being Captain America. Perfect. And now, uh, oh, Alana, please. Yeah. Um, Nick's doing a lot of really fun things, like just even in the issue one script, there's a really, really fun scene with, you know, really showing Sam as like this everyman Captain America, and I think it's going to go over really well. People cool. are going to enjoy it. Cool. I trust you. I trust you a <laughs> thanks, lot. So, um, now this is not she the only. She sounds trustworthy. She's just very trustworthy. And, you know, I'm looking yeah. her in the eye. She's got the eye contact going, yeah. too. That's not the only team of Avengers out there. There's also going to be new Avengers, but very different from the new Avengers title we have now. What is the oh, shift going on with that? Play? Well, they're completely different yeah. from the new Avengers that we have now. For yeah. one thing, they're not trying to blow up Earth. Which is nice. Anymore. They've given that up. Nice change of pace. And gone their own ways. Now, the, the new Avengers is literally a new team of, of effectively young Avengers. That mm-hmm. We saw them kind of sort of start to get born uh, in the middle end of Jonathan Hickman's uh, run. Uh, uh, this new team is put together by Sunspot, mm. who, uh, at the, among other things, has bought <laughs> uh, Advanced Idea Mechanics AIM, yep. which is now Avengers Idea Mechanics. Very clever. Uh, and the new Avengers are going to operate out of uh, an artificial floating island off the coast of California, which they have to do because having bought AIM, uh, Sunspot is on all kinds of terrorist watch lists right. now. Uh, he can't actually come into the the U.S. Uh, it's a it's a, a crew of uh, younger Avengers, not young, but younger, mm-hmm. more youthful Avengers uh, from all corners of the Marvel U. So. Uh, 
So Hawkeye and Songbird, who everybody has asked to be an Avenger for about ten years. Right, you've been hearing it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Power Man and the White Tiger, and uh, Wiccan and Hulkling, mm-hmm. and Squirrel Girl. Squirrel so Girl. they are the, the undefeatable <laughs> Avengers team, and a few other surprises along the way. That is by Al Ewing, and uh, drawn by Gerardo Sandoval, uh, who gives it a nice... Uh, a nice energy and a nice style that's a bit different than what we're used to seeing on an Avengers book. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, speaking of shifting uh, dynamics, we have Uncanny Avengers, still coming at you, but again, a bit of a different mission statement from what we've had from Uncanny Avengers to date. Technically the same mission statement, right. just bigger. But yeah. again, okay. different, different creative team, new creative team, uh, written by Jerry Duggan and illustrated by Ryan Stegman, excellent mm. Ryan Stegman. He's okay. Uh, He's all right. He's a talented guy, just not not the best person. <laughs> well, we don't really care about yeah. that in my world. Oh, I know, Tom. I as know. long as he can draw the yeah. pages and make them look nice. Also, not verified he, on Twitter. What we he also does. Have to know. No, yeah. He's very upset. I'm not verified on Twitter. So. Yeah, but Ryan's, but Ryan's upset about it, so we like to bring uh, it up here a lot. I see. Someday, maybe. The yeah. unverifiable. Yeah. Statement. Uh, so the, uh, the, the Uncanny Avengers are still... The Avengers Unity team, although they are having to operate a, a little more hand to mouth as well, mm-hmm. um, that that Unity has been expanded beyond just uh, uh, mutant heroes and regular old Marvel Universe heroes to include uh, Inhumans, and that mm-hmm. has some uh, ramifications as there's been some stuff going on in those eight months that involves both of those camps. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a it's a different team lineup, or slightly different, somewhat different team lineup than what we've seen before. Uh, and includes uh, not only Steve uh, and uh, Rogue and Doctor Voodoo and Quicksilver, who've all been there before, but also Spider-Man and the Human Torch, and uh, a new uh, Inhuman character, Synapse, and the controversial, hmm. uh, but not unexpected, given <laughs> that Jerry is writing the book, uh, Avenger Deadpool. Tom is gritting his teeth as he says this. <laughs> It should I mean, be that's noted. The one I'm most excited yeah. about because yeah. I didn't. I was in the Avengers office. I didn't expect to be able to work on a book right? that had Deadpool in it, and Deadpool is my favorite character. So I got that outline, and it was like, yes. <laughs> Never so, know what to expect here. But that's it's right. it's really exciting. I think Jerry's doing some really original things with a few of the characters. Like Quicksilver kind of gets a real big turnaround in his life after you know the events of the previous Uncanny Avengers right. series. I think that's going to pay off in a really nice way. Deadpool goes some interesting places. His relationship with Cap goes some interesting places. It's just, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. All right, you guys got some exciting stuff coming up. We'll uh, we'll let you go back to making it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> we have got Mark Panicia, Christina Harrington, Chris Robinson. I think I got all those names right, yeah? That's right. No mispronunciations. Yep, nope, Mark good. is furiously pouring over notes because he is going to get this exactly right. He's very excited, but you guys have some awesome titles coming out. Uh, first of all, we got a new Wolverine, and there's going to be a new title called All New Wolverine. So who is working on this book, and what can we expect from it? All right, well, we got Tom Taylor, who um, I think everybody knows Tom's work on uh, some books over at the Distinguished Competition that did right. quite well. Right. Uh, and he also did Superior Iron Man for me, which was one of my favorite books of the past year. Um, 
Tom is one of these guys who just knows how to like get to the heart of a character, uh, and he really he thinks out of the box. Mm-hmm. So um, when we were talking about our new plans for our new Wolverine, um, he was one of the first names that that came to mind for me um, because I knew what Tom was going to do was surprise me when he turned his in his outline. Um, he's one of those guys that you know as I'm reading his stuff, I'm I'm enjoying it and I'm getting surprised even though we talked about a few things here and there um, this guy really knows how to uh, pull rabbits out of his hat cool Christina you're working on the book as well I am yeah Um, it's actually really exciting for me I love X-23 I've been a huge fan of her character for a very 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 long time and this feels like the logical conclusion to where she's going and for her her character arc right now especially in uh, all new X-Men the series uh you know, before this, Mm -hmm. she feels like she's going through this heroic sort of arc. And this is where she needs to be. In my mind, when Wolverine dies, the only person that's going to pick up that mantle, the only person that's going to wear that uniform is going to be Laura. So I'm very excited to see what happens with her and where she goes from here. That's awesome. Okay. Contest to champions, complete shift of gears. Yeah. This is of course tied into our hit mobile game from Kabam. Chris Robinson, you haven't gotten to speak yet. Uh, what is going on with Contest of Champions? It's a comic now. It's a comic now, and it's also a video game still. We're right. We're not discontinuing that. No. Yeah. For anyone panics. Absolutely. Uh, you'll still be able to play the game. You'll actually be able to play the game with some characters that'll debut in the comic. So the amount of synergy going on here is is pretty un- unprecedented so far. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So who do we have working on the Contest of Champions book, Mark? Uh, we've got Al Ewing. Um, who happens to be a player himself? Yes. Um, and when we, when we say that, him, you mean game player? Yeah, yeah. You mean like a player. Yeah, he's not a player. Maybe he is. I don't know. Um, oh, very nice. But uh, but when we approached him about this, he was just like all over it. Mm-hmm. He just uh, I remember like his brain just exploded yep. with ideas, and um, it was at at uh, one of the recent editorial summits. And um, during the break, we sat in a corner, and we were just going back and forth. I was just really impressed with his enthusiasm um, and just willingness to, like, figure out how to, like, bridge between the game and um, and Marvel proper and make this something, you know, bigger than just a comic book and a video game. So, uh, it's in, in like, like Chris said, there's lots of synergy here. Um, it's It's... It's really cool to, uh, to to see where this is going, and it, it enhances the the experience, I think, for both the, the comic book reader and uh, and the the game player. Fresh take on an old name, and that is Squadron Supreme, one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, I love the plans that are coming up for this. So, why don't you let us know a little bit about we're bringing bringing back the squadron, but in a whole new way? Oh yeah, this is. <laughs> Look, when I when I first started <laughs> reading comics, that's as exciting as Mark ever gets. <laughs> uh, when I first started reading comics, one of the things I really dug was the concept of uh, of alternate realities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with with this new squadron, we've got a Hyperion from a different a, a different Earth. We've got um, Nighthawk from another world. Uh, everybody's from a different dimension, uh, but they band together on Earth. This is the only Earth they've got left, 
and they're going to protect it, and yeah. they're going to protect it no matter what, yeah. no matter what the cost is. Um, so it's really cool. Um, it's kind of a twist on on the superhero team, as in, like, how far are you willing to go mm-hmm. to uh, you know to, to protect the innocent, um, and how uninnocent are you willing to be to protect the innocent? Creative team on this, Chris. Who's working? Uh, on it? Well, it's going to be James Robinson. Uh, James Robinson, Leonard Kirk, uh, and a legendary Paul Neary is inking. That's right, Paul yep. Neary. And Frank. This Martin podcast is, also uh, serves as sort of a pop quiz for you guys yeah. to make sure you know who you have to contact this <laughs> afternoon to get these books done. Uh, going back to contest real quick, I yep. just wanted to say that uh, the awesome Paco Medina is uh, on art chores for that. Very cool. Yeah. Do you guys have an artist for all new Wolverine? Because we didn't mention that either. Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, it's uh, David Lopez. There you go. Yeah. Who, who? when I first mentioned it to him, he came back with a sample page. Yeah. Even though he was... Uh, he was so happy, right? Yeah. yeah, it was an amazing page. It's like, it captures the energy of that yeah. character so well. Uh, yeah, and he keeps sending us, like, sketches and stuff, and we're just, it, every single time he sends something, it's it just re-energizes the project. Yeah, it's fabulous, it yeah. blows us away. Right. He's perfect for this. Yeah. Yes. Okay, finally, we have got a very different take on Hulk. Mark, you've been editing Hulk like since I was in high school, um, and you've been doing a Please great job. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. that's, <laughs> that's not really true. I'm much older than that. Okay. Um, yeah. You have reinvented Hulk numerous times over the years, but you're working with an old buddy on, I believe this is called the Totally Awesome Hulk. Uh, yes, because it's totally awesome. Yeah. Um, who's, who's who's writing this? I know you're excited about this. This is Greg Pack. He's back. Who you know? He Pack was, is back. Yeah, Greg was one of the first writers that I worked with when I came back to Marvel, um, and uh, Hulk was one of the first projects that we worked on together. <laughs> and it's just great. It's uh, it, it feels like you know coming home yeah. with Greg. Um, because I didn't know, you know, I mean, he had he had a really great run. Yeah, a long run, and. Um, and I was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know if, we, if you know, you could ever capture lightning in a bottle uh, twice, but I think, I think we have. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. Frank Cho. And Frank Cho is, is on art. Um, doesn't get much better. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. These two, um, they're on the phone with each other, you know, every week. Um, and the stuff that they're coming up with is, is, uh, it's just really fun. It's, that's. You know, it, it, and it's there's there's a definite change in tone, but um, it really does remain true to the core concept of what it's like to be a Hulk. You know, what kind of burden that is. Um, so I, I think I think uh, fans old and new are gonna love it. All right, cool. Final question, uh, Mark. You can set this one out. Chris and Christina, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Battleground. Who you both have? Oh, God. Uh, Rollins. Always. Always on Rollins. Always on Rollins. I like this girl. Yeah. Uh, I would, I'd like to be the uh, a mailman in Suplex City, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Guys, thank you very much. Go make some comics. We need them, all right? All right. All right thank you. Care. Okay, things have gotten very contentious. We have Nicolo. Hey, everybody. We have Devin Lewis. Hello, everyone. Uh, we originally had them scheduled earlier, but they got bumped, and they're yeah. very angry. I'm very upset about it. But I'm pleased. Yeah, I believe we rank. 
Yeah. Uh, I think our books sell better <laughs> yeah. than the people you were talking to. We're not going to mention. Not who it is. Yeah, don't mention the names, no. but. And well, we're handsomer. You are. A thousand percent. You guys are. I, I'm not even insulting other people when I say it's hard to compare to you guys when it comes to she- the sheer looks department. Do you know that Prince wrote Nothing Compares to You About Us? I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Sinead O'Connor got in an argument with about him because they each thought that one of the other of us was the most handsome of mm-hmm. the two of us. And that's led to their falling out, and that's yeah. why they haven't worked together since. That's true. Correct. Very sad. You guys have pound for pound more books coming out than any other people coming in to talk to us. So right. we're not going to be able to get into a lot of detail, but boy, are we going to rapid fire the heck out of these. I'm so excited. I'm going to throw names at you, and you guys just let me know. They're limbering up. They're stretching. Uh, let's start in the Inhuman corner of oh. the Marvel Universe. All new Inhumans, Nicolo. All new and humans. Oh, this book is going to be so cool. Mm-hmm. We've got Charles Soule. We've got Stefano Caselli. Uh, we've got and, and more people that we can't even tell you about. What? That's how exciting it is. But this is going to be dealing with uh, a lot of our new Inhumans characters, mm-hmm. as well as a couple Inhuman characters that you haven't seen since the launch of Inhuman. Really? Yeah. Tell me it's not Crystal. It is Crystal. Damn it, Nick! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I don't like to follow orders. You told me not to. I told you <laughs> I'm so excited for what we've got planned with Crystal. Um, people are not going to see it coming, but it is going to kick so much butt. Uh, it's also going to deal with uh, post-Secret Wars. A lot of things are different. One thing that happened in that eight-month gap mm-hmm. are these things came from space Embedded into the earth like yeah. a spear thrown. They're called right. sky spears. Mm. What are they? Why are they here? <laughs> Devin, do you know? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Devin doesn't work on the book. <laughs> I know. That I want to involve no, yeah, him. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, but it, it involves those, and they're all cool. over the world. Right. What are they? What are, are they? Why are they here? We don't know. Not to be outdone, Karnak gets Karnak. his own book for the first time <laughs> in the history of ever. <laughs> oh, I can't believe this book came together as well as it did. <laughs> like it was, I took a shot in the dark. I wanted to do uh, a, a an Inhuman solo book, mm-hmm. and Karnak. We just brought him back from the dead, uh, and I, you know, I was like, you know who would write the craziest Karnak book ever? I, I have an idea. Warren Ellis. That's who I was thinking. Yep. So I emailed him. We'd worked together on Next Wave before. Mm-hmm. I said, Warren, what are the odds that I can get you? to write a Karnak book, to launch and write a Karnak book. Mm-hmm. And he said, Mad Monk, Kung Fu? Yeah. Sounds good. I'm in. Yeah. The odds are even. Unbelievable. The script he turned in is Banu News. It is so insane and awesome and hardcore. Like, it is one of the more brutal scripts that I've ever read. Uh, we got Gerardo Zafino on mm-hmm. art. You may not know who he is. Great name. You will. Yeah. He is actually the son of... Of a South American comic artist legend. What? Yep. Uh, and look it up. And uh, <laughs> and Gerardo is so darn good. We we just barely got him on this project. And then we got David Aha covers. Ugh, beautiful. You can't be beat. Beautiful. This book can't be beat. All right. So Nicolo raking in the awards. Uh, before we exit the Inhuman corner, yeah. not to be outdone, yeah. Uncanny Inhumans. Uncanny Inhumans. That is the flagship Big Kahuna <laughs> mothership. I just said flagship and mothership. That it's was great. a mistake. A lot of ships. A uh, lot of shipping <laughs> yeah. going on here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this book is nuts. It's so cool. Uh, we've got we're dealing with Medusa and mm-hmm. Johnny Storm, who are an item. What is happening there? Well, you better read to find out. Eight months have passed. A lot Nick, has if happened. ever I was going to ask you a gotcha question, this would be the time. <laughs> but I don't do that. That's no, not how I operate. No, you're on the up and up. Yeah. Uh, we also have 
Beast, hey. Philip McCoy, Beast. What's that? Something happened in those eight months between... That guy's not an Inhuman. I know, between the Inhumans that I know of. and the Mutants. Hmm. Uh, and Beast is now with the Inhumans. Right. Craziness. You yeah. also have Black Bolt kind of uh, solidifying his place. What is that place? Hmm. You're going to have to read and find out. Um, but he can't be very pleased about uh, his ex-wife and I wouldn't Johnny be. Storm. I wouldn't be. That'd be an awkward situation. Devin Lewis, let's swing over to you for a little bit. Let's Some do it. Some spider stuff to talk about. Uh far-flung future of Spider-Man 2099. Is he here? Is he there? What's going on? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, <gasps> we finally, Double dipping. Miguel O'Hara is up and running in Parker Industries. Mm-hmm. He's got himself a, a nice office job, and he's decided to hang up the tights. Yeah. Uh, but something happens in his life, something a little explosive, uh, that, that forces him to, to swing back as Spider-Man 2099. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Peter David and Will Sliney. Uh, everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. Uh, they've done some terrific work, and they're really they're really just producing some of the coolest comic books that that we've seen in the 2099 line so far. So it's really exciting. Very cool. Um, new costume. New costume. New costume. We've got a new costume. What designed by Chris Anka? What? What? Can I get a what? 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 We got what? a lot of what's. So many what's. Hey, moving on to one of my all-time favorite books that we're putting out right now. All-time was a poor choice of words there, <laughs> but this is a book I love. Spider Woman. Spider you guys Woman. have made me love Spider Woman. What's going on with her? There's something big is going on with her. <laughs> She's got there are big changes yeah. coming for Jessica Drew. Very uh, significant. Very significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's got a baby. What? Uh, what? No, just let it out there. Surprise. Yeah. Well, she's almost got a baby. She's yeah. almost got a baby. Do you know how that works, Evan? Nick is an expert. <laughs> yep. I've been through it twice now. Yeah. I don't I don't actually know. Okay. Uh, we'll I, have that talk after the podcast. Okay, great, great. Uh, Remind me, write down birds and bees in your notebook right there. I don't even know what that means, but it's mm. in the notebook. Not good. Uh but yeah, we've got Dennis Hobeless and Javier Rodriguez. They are cracking the ball out of the park. They're mm-hmm. doing some of the best working kind of- <laughs> <laughs> it's a me- it's an analogy. It's a metaphor. It's, yeah. a, me- it's a meta analogy. Uh, for those who aren't watching the video version of this podcast, yeah, I gave no a, a funny look at, uh, at what at, is that? Of what does that mean? <laughs> what you just said? I'm cracking the ball out yeah. of the park. I like it. Though. It's a home run. They're doing yeah. great work. <laughs> Sports. Uh, and we got something new, and that's Web Warriors. Web Warriors is a new series where that that's not carrying over from Indeed. the old, all the old, new, the old world. We've got a we've got a, a team of superheroes, spider people from worlds. Uh, that lost their Spider-Men during the Spider-Men and women actually mm. during the events of Spider-Verse. Uh, we've got Mike Costa and David Baldion on that. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're unbelievable. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to be jumping from universe to universe, looking at uh, how the the worlds without Spider-Man are coping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're we've got Spider Gwen, we've got Spider-Man India, we've got Spider-Man Noir. Uh, Spider Ham might make an appearance if you're, looking for some, if you're looking for some fun. It's a uh, that that book is just our, spider, our spider UK. Spider UK. Or is that what call him Spider Uck? <laughs> uh, Do you like to call him that? I love okay. to call him. And, yeah, and whatever makes you Corazon, Spider Girl. Spider Girl from Ooh, from the really? Six. Maybe a little Mayday. We'll see how. Things, maybe some Spider. We're, we're not sure. Uh, but we're gonna. There are gonna be some yeah. surprise faces. If you guys dug Spider Verse, well. it sounds like you'll dig this book. Yes, absolutely. Now you just talked about Spider Gwen. Nick, she's still got her own book. What's going on over You're there? Darn right, she does. Well, yes. people, everyone wants to know what exactly happened with Peter Parker. I'd like to know. You're gonna find out. Okay, great. Spider Gwen number Thanks one digs right in there. We get to learn more details about what happened to Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. We get to see the lizard. Mm-hmm. But I thought the lizard. Died with Peter Parker. Yeah, wasn't Peter Parker the lizard? He sure was. Wow. Why, wow. Then why is there a lizard around? Sounds What's like going on? Answered questions. Yep. What's happening? Also, I'm going to say one name, 
and it's going to be a big part of the first arc of, of Spider-Gwen. That name is Osborne. I knew you were going to say that, and it still creeped me out. Osborne. Yeah. Uh, I like the way you say it, dude. Jason Latour, Robbie Rodriguez, Rico Renzi. Yeah. The, the whole band's back together. As I like to call them, the uh, band where any of them can play any instrument. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they just pass the instruments around. Nope. Yeah. They're intense. But That's it's, the it's, metaphor I'm really hooking in. I'm trying to make like that. It. I'm trying to make that live I with like that. I like it. So whatever you can do. Spider-Gwen is not the only uh, Spider-Woman we've got going on. We already covered Jessica Drew, but then Silk, still around. Silk, ooh, I love that book. Uh, and, and Robbie Thompson and Stacey Lee have big plans for that book. When we come back, uh, it's a little something we like to call Sinister Silk. What? Uh, as you know, she's new to the hero game, but it may not be, you know exactly what she wants to do mm-hmm. sometimes when you try to go by live on the straight and narrow things happen and you get pushed the other way and so when we come back after secret wars she's actually working with black cat no on way the, on, the, on the wrong side of the Aww. law uh it's that's really disappointing yeah, personally you, to me you gotta well yeah. i'm uh, i'm actually pretty glad about that i like hurting you ben yeah i know um but you have to, you have to read find out what happened what pushed her to this new level um and and you're just gonna love it. That is one of the, the my favorite books that yeah. we work on. Um, it's just got such personality, and uh, I can't wait for people to see what we got planned there. Okay, we covered the Spider Women, but we have more than one Spider Man now, and the Spider Man who has the book simply Spider Man simply is not part of the title. It's Spider Man. Although we should keep that in mind for another simply Spider Man. I kind of love it. Simply Spider Man. Spider Man. Miles Morales. Oh. He's in the Marvel Universe. He sure is. How on earth is he here? What is new? What has changed? What has he been doing all this time? As you know, in his universe, Peter Parker died. Mm-hmm. In this universe, Peter Parker is alive yeah, last and well. I and we'll be talking about him in a little bit as well. Yeah. But Miles, oh, I'm so excited about this book. I've been a fan of Miles Morales since the very first issue that Brian and Sarah worked on together. Um, it's It's been one of my favorite books, the first thing off my bundle to read. So I'm so excited to be working with them on bringing him into the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um their plans are huge. Miles is one of the Avengers, mm-hmm. as you also know. That's going to play a big role in this. Uh, and it, and fans have been chomping at the bit, asking Brian every day on his Tumblr uh, about when he's going to follow up to Spider-Man. This Here's your it. answer. This is it. it. Yeah. Uh, you said you want to talk about Peter Parker? Let's talk about Peter yeah. Parker. Amazing Spider-Man number one. The standby. The world's greatest he- superhero mm-hmm. goes global. Mm. Uh, Parker Industries did not end with Amazing Spider-Man number 18. In fact, it rose from the ashes, stronger than ever. You guys can't see it, but Devin is vigorously shaking his head and nodding his head yep. uh, correctly. Yeah, yeah, he's doing it right. Yeah. Uh, they are, Parker Industries is bigger than ever. They've mm-hmm. gone global. They have major offices, of course, in New York City. Of course. Uh, but where else would they have major offices, Nick? Shanghai. What? Mm-hmm, over no. in China. Uh, London. Yep. And on the West Coast over at San Francisco, mm. you're going to see familiar faces of Spidey in each of these places. You're going to see villains. We're going to be amping up some Marvel Universe villains like you've never seen them before. Excuse me. Having some problems? Excuse. Too many cupcakes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, a new costume designed by Alex Ross. Yeah, no kidding. Ooh, it's so good. Giuseppe Camincoli is joining uh, Dan Slott right, again. Right, Dan Slott kid is going to be writing the book. Yep, Dan Slott. Give him a shot. It's back. This is, yep. what, basically what this is. Maybe remember him from The Thing. <laughs> it's true. Um, She-Hulk. Yeah. I want something more obscure, but yeah. Ren and Stimpy? Yeah, there you go. But this is kind of, this is following, you know, continuing the 
one of the best runs of yeah, Spider-Man seriously. ever. Uh, and this is, you know, this was something that Dan threw out, and, and he's like, he thought there's no way I was going to say it was okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the coolest thing. Like what he doesn't story. know you very well. No, because exactly. you don't say anything's okay. No, yeah, it's true. Uh, and uh, and so we're we're so excited about this, and to see the world, the world, you know, Spider-Man is the greatest character in all of storytelling mm-hmm. ever. No surprise that Tom Brevoort was in here burying him earlier to build up Iron Man. Yeah. So I'm glad mm-hmm. to see that the low Brevoort rivalry Tom lives Brevoort, on. Tom Brevoort is a fool. Yep. yep. Tom Brevoort You've said this before. is a buffoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might think that the, that would make it redundant. It doesn't. No. Uh, he barely can find his way out of his office every day to, to go get lunch. It was amazing that we got him in here to, yeah. uh, to talk to us. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't go to a different room and just nope. sit there for hours waiting. Well, for I him. think Alec, our capable intern, who's been here the whole time, literally who's had that? to leave. Oh, Joey? sorry. Uh, you know, <laughs> Martin? This, this guy okay. with, the, with the shirt. Okay. Oh, yeah, the shirt. He's got a, he does. He is wearing a shirt, unlike most of Ben's <laughs> yeah. interns. Uh, he, he is wearing a shirt. Switch things up. Well, he's a you know, male intern. <laughs> Standards are different. Your others are all in the Magic Mike movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, That's why we don't have any of them this yeah. summer. Okay, before we leave uh, the Spider Verse, one last one, and this is kind of a different one that I want to touch on. Carnage. Oh. There's a Carnage book, and it's there's, very different from what one might expect. There's a Carnage ongoing series mm-hmm, mm-hmm. written by Jerry Conway. That's that's awesome. Just awesome. drawn by Mike Perkins. Wow. Covers. <laughs> By Mike Del Mundo. Oh my this goodness! Team is hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, of course, Jerry Conway's a legend. Mike Perkins has been kicking so much about. I mean, he drew a bunch of Ed Brubaker's Captain America run with him and Steve Epting. Uh, you've also got the recent Deathlock run that he's done. That is, yep. that is gorgeous. So gorgeous. Not enough people have read that book. You yeah. need to remedy that. But this book is so cool. Me personally? Yeah. You All right, do. I'm gonna work on it. Get out there. <laughs> I will. Door to door. I'll um, go to hit the streets after this. Yep. <laughs> anyway. There's a, a group who has come together to hunt Carnage mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever read the old Tomb of Dracula book, that's kind of a loose inspiration for this. Because, you know, that book was about Dracula, but it's just right. as much about the people hunting him. Right. Now, who is hunting Carnage? Well, first of all, the FBI. Yeah. They don't like serial killers. No one. No well, one does. Yeah, they've come out who does, really? firmly against Devin? serial killers. I am anti-serial killer. Thank you. I just for, want to go on record. Thank you for making you that statement. You flip-flop on that so much. I yeah. do from time to time, but I'm going on record it's true. right All right. now. You have to stick by that. June 2015. But as far as is your Marvel Universe characters, uh, has anyone ever heard of John Jameson? Yeah. Renowned uh, astronaut? Astronaut. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Former Wolfman. Yeah. Uh, Man-Wolf. Man-Man-Wolf. Uh, <laughs> you've also got Eddie Brock. He has a connection to some symbiotes, I believe. He certainly does. Uh, the original Venom. Yeah. Eddie Brock is most recently been seen as Toxin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd think that that might not be a good idea to put a symbiotic, uh, someone with a symbiote yeah. on the hunt for carnage. Seems like a terrible idea. You're going to have to read and find out. Uh, other surprises up our sleeve. The first you know, story, they're trapping him, and it involves a coal mine. What? And things get scary and ugly. It is a terrifying I'm, book. I'm really excited about that book. It's so different from anything I've heard. I, yep. The minute you told me that story, I thought that was really cool. Uh, and something I'm always excited for, Devin, is Nova. Nova. You're giving me more Nova. We're giving you more Nova. Uh, Sam Alexander is the uh, the lovable doof of the Marvel Universe. He's always trying to do the right thing, and it seems to blow up in his face pretty regularly. But he's uh, finally an, an Avenger. Uh, back in uh, in Jerry's run, we, or we, we, we made Sam a, a fully-fledged, carded member of of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and 
He's he's coming back uh, after Secret Wars as part of the all new, all different Avengers alongside Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. and Miles Morales, Spider Man. And you know, Sam seems to seems to have some pretty decent things going on in his life. His dad is back, his sister's doing well, and his mom's happy. Yeah. But when things seem stable, that's when the rug gets taken under your feet more often than not. So we've got Sean Ryan, who has done some incredible work for us. He's yes. got the man knows how to tell a comedic superhero story like mm-hmm. nobody else. He's yeah. got a lot of heart. Uh, and, and he writes one of the only uh, readable books over the Distinguished Competition mm. as well. That's true. That's true. And uh, Nick Lowe, never afraid to take his shots. <laughs> never afraid. Yeah. Friend uh, and foe alike. Beware. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on art, we've got Corey Smith, cool. uh, who is, is absolutely terrific. Some of the most awesome. kinetic stuff. Uh, Nova's the human rocket. And if there's one thing Corey Smith knows how to show, it's, it's that tremendous speed that Sam's got. So keep your eyes peeled. We've got some big things coming down the pike. That's awesome. we got two more big hits to cover. None bigger than Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa, whoa. Uh, big changes in Guardians going on. Some of them we teased at on the other side of Secret Wars, mm-hmm. which is Peter Quill, Emperor of the Spartax. Yeah, why what? not? He's earned it. Yep, exactly. Who's better fit to run an empire? Hmm. Most people. Most people. Yeah, indeed. just about anybody. Imagine. Devin. Yeah, imagine the West Wing. Thank you, sir. <laughs> imagine the West Wing, but with someone completely incapable as the president. It's going to be great. So that's going to be bits. But more importantly, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that team, he's no longer on them because he's being an emperor Mm full-time. So who could possibly be leading that team? Me? No, Devin. Oh, no. It's all about Devin's Yeah. Rocket. (gasps) Yep, the raccoon's in charge, everybody. Better than me. Yep. But not only that. We, there's a new team member. I'm sorry, blowing out the microphone, I think. It's okay. That's Alex, uh, Alex's job is to keep that under control. Sounds good. You can't be held responsible. Ben Grimm, the oh. ever-loving blue-eyed thing, oh has my joined gosh. the Guardians. I mean, if your pilot has become your leader and needs to be pointing at things, right. he can't really fly the plane. Yeah, you need someone to do it. Who, who better than Ben a, Grimm's a pretty good, good pilot, although his, pilot, although his most notable pilot was straight into uh, radio, a radioactive storm. <laughs> That's not his fault. Not a great record. Not a great track record. He was the navigator. He Fair was enough. the pilot. He did get them okay. where they needed to go. You're darn right. He landed them safely. That's true. Ish. Yeah. Anyway, he's on the team. Venom is still on there. Drax, Groot. Uh, it's fantastic. Yep. Where is Gamora? You're going to have to read and find out. At the end of the pre uh, Secret Wars Guardians, she left. She's yeah. still gone, but that yeah, doesn't mean you've seen the last of her. Interesting. Uh, who's working on that book? That is Brian Michael Bendis and Valerio Schietti. Well, I fix back. it if it ain't broke. Biggest change Arthur Adams on the covers. <gasps> oh, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I learned something mm-hmm. new here. That first cover. I'm doing the motion where you put your fingertips at your lips. You blow a kiss. You kiss them, and then you make it explode. It's very French. Okay, finally, last, certainly not least, Doctor Strange, (laughs) ongoing series. This is a big one. (laughs) I'm so excited about this book, guys. I'm going to get kind of, like, intimate and serious with you guys. Yeah, yeah, please. We're comfortable. This is a passion project. Devin is pulling further away yep. as you yep. get closer. As I get closer to that mic. I just mic. want a better view. Yeah. Yeah, darn right. Jason Aaron, Chris Pacello. Uh, this book takes Doctor Strange, a character who hasn't really had an ongoing series in quite some yeah, time. Yeah, it's been years. Uh, and, you know, reintroduces him to the world. Okay. He is – I love Doctor Strange. I love a lot of those past runs. Speaking of the most recent stuff – Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin did an amazing series. Yeah, Mark Wade and Emma Rios did a terrific series. Yep, strange. Uh, this one kicks it up into the stratosphere. 
And where a lot of past Doctor Strange books are very much living in the head, mm-hmm. this one lives in the heart and in the gut. Aww. Jason Aaron, you know he'll sock you in the stomach with yeah, the Yeah, that was the wrong twist. noise I made. Yeah. No, but I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, this story, Strange is funny. He's clever, but he's also using weapons. He's got a big Ooh. battle axe that you yeah. see on the cover. Looks deadly. Uh, all kinds of stuff. This is not a Doctor Strange who just wiggles his pinky and, yeah. and, and, and index finger. Uh, he's got weapons to back up his magic. Nice. Um, I cannot wait for you to see the Sanctus Sanctorum and what we're doing with it. I cannot wait for you to see uh, some new supporting cast members. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to see how Strange sees the world, which yeah. we've never really seen. Yeah. Uh, I, you, people are going to be blown away. Yeah. This book is amazing guys you did it we did it we got through it all nice. and that's uh, not even it what there's more we're gonna have to do another yeah we podcast. can't talk about it though we can't talk no, about it today. no all right we boys surprises up our sleeves boys people. go uh go work on those surprises and uh we'll have you back when we talk about it more okay sounds good right, ben thanks, guys. nick chachi yeah we'll see you guys bye we continue to roll on. I have Katie Cuber here with me now. Will Moss is in the room, but he's not going to talk right now, so we're just going to pretend he's not here. Katie, can you do that? That's, that's my favorite kind of room. <laughs> really? That's what I've been doing for years. Yeah. All right. You've got a very cool book, uh, given the high profile of one of our TV shows right now and how popular these characters are. You are working on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Coming out of Secret Wars. Yes. Talk to me about it. Okay. So uh, the whole premise of what I wanted that book to be, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted it to be something that was super accessible and fun for people who were watching the show Mm -hmm. but I also want it to be something completely new and different so if you've never seen the show you know nothing about it you still can pick up this book and enjoy the hell out of it Um, it's kind of like a spy thriller book Uh, it's going to have a lot of sexy intrigue I want to make sure that these (laughs) go on keep going I want to make sure that these characters are as fully rounded as possible. So mm-hmm. each of them are going to have, you know, their mission and, and what they care about. But they're also going to have, you know, intertangled love lives and romances and secrets and stuff that can compromise the team. Um, it's kind of a sexy James Bond book. Yeah. If James Bond Second was a whole team. Second time she said team. sexy, by the way. Well, I mean. It's really conveying the tone of this book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to I like this to make sure there's... This is the sexiest book in the Marvel line. Yes, and um, I'm going to try to keep uh, as many shirtless men in it as possible. Yeah. Uh, which is my mantra for editing yeah. overall. You're like, that's what's gotten me this far? Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I roll. It's not broken, you know? Mm-hmm. So who's working on this book? Well, uh, right now we've got uh, Mark Guggenheim is yes. going to be writing it, which Very is exciting. an amazing yeah. ad for us. He's, Huge get. Yeah. He's done a lot of, uh, he, he writes a lot of Marvel books now. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, done a lot of uh, TV stuff. Yeah. He, he, as you soon can as say it, it, it's cool. He does, he does it's TV okay. stuff. Yeah, it's fine. He does some stuff for other people. Yep. Um, but, uh, but the cool part about it is when, uh, when I talked to him about this project, it just kind of clicked. I was kind of having difficulty casting the writer. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I was like, oh, I could talk to Mark about it, it just clicked. He yeah. got exactly what. I'd wanted this book to be. It was it was a perfect fit from day one. So I think it's gonna be a really cool book. You're working on a bunch of other stuff that we can't talk about right now. Yes, so all that have, other stuff is mum. Yeah, a lot of the stuff you're having is some of my favorite pitches. Like one that I heard you pitch, I was right there when you did it. So <laughs> we will have you back. Okay. But you're gonna go make us an Agents of Shield comic, right? Now. Yes. Yes. Cool. That's where I'm going. Very cool. Thank Thanks. you, Katie. Thank you, guys. Will Moss did not leave the room, um, which is good because I need to talk to him. 
Good. Dude, you got some cool stuff coming up. You yeah. Got a lot. You you work on some of my... I've told you this privately, so I don't mind saying it publicly, that you work on some of my favorite books we have here at Marvel. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're like, okay. You're like, still value. You're like, you're waiting for the but. Yeah. There's no but. I want to talk about the uh, stuff you've got coming out of Secret Wars. First of all, Angela, which you've already been working on. Angela, Asgard's Assassin. Yes. Coming back on the other end. What's different? What is exciting? Uh, yeah, we, when we come back after the eight-month gap, we're going to find out... Well, let me back up. In the mm-hmm. prior volume, Angela found out that her friend Sarah she'd been with yeah. uh, the first six issues not so much Sarah it wasn't Sarah no Malekith the real Sarah was trapped yeah. in hell uh, one so L so as we come back and yeah the one, one L, L? Right. one L just, just like Claire. my name uh, <laughs> and so we come back never made that connection Angela is running hell she's taking it over oh so wow she didn't just go there and rescue yeah. Sarah she went back and just, just go on yeah, yeah I'm gonna take this place uh, Marguerite Bennett is gonna be the sole writer on the book now she's mm-hmm. got a lot of great cool ideas planned uh, we've got a new artist named Kim Jacinto mm. who's going to be drawing the, the main story. Definitely and he's terrific. Him. He's got yeah. a nice, like, Mateo Scalera, Trad Moore kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the fantastic Stephanie Hans is going to continue doing the covers, and she's going to do the five-page kind of, we call it, like, sub-story, the yeah. short story for yeah. issue. So, yeah, we've got all kinds of cool stuff there. By the time we're done with Secret Wars and we come into all-new all new Marvel, all-new, all-different, all-Marvel now, all the mm-hmm. different things we use, yeah. uh, Ant-Man's going to be a movie star. Right. How does that change Ant-Man's ongoing series by Nick Spencer and Ramon Rosanas? Which everyone loves. So really, if you don't change it at all, I think you're, you're okay. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we've been we've built the whole series with the uh, to be movie viewer friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so we're going to keep that going here. Now it's just going to be a matter of keeping things fresh and lively. Nick and Ramon have a great premise for the book. You know, Ant-Man down in Miami, mm-hmm. doing a security solutions company. Uh, but now... He at the end of the last volume, he decided that for his daughter's sake, for Cassie's sake, he mm-hmm. needed to pull back from her life. Right. Uh, and it, but she's kind of always his moral compass. Uh, and so there's been we'll find out eight months later that that now that she's not in his life, things aren't so great. Mm. Like he's made some bad choices. Um, and so it's it's going to continue to be a really funny book, like like uh, the first volume was. But there's it's going to be a bumpier ride. Right. More um, of an edge. Yeah, yeah, more of an edge. I gotta ask, uh, on behalf of my co-host Ryan Panagos, Grizzly mm-hmm. still in the book? Grizzly's very much still in the book. Whew. All right. Yes. Go tell Ryan after we're done, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Another book that has a different kind of vibe, and I'm glad it's doing so well because it's so entertaining, is uh, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah, love that book. Yes. Howard the Duck. Uh, there wasn't really a question. There was just me saying <laughs> Howard the Duck. <laughs> well, I mean, with Howard that. Definitely is a case where we don't want to mess with what we got going because mm-hmm. Chip uh, Zdarsky and Joe Canonas have had just a lot of fun on the first volume so far, and we just want to stay out of their way, mm-hmm. let them keep doing uh, zany stuff. I was going to curse, but can't curse on these. Right? No, you can't curse on okay. these. So good, good. Sorry, sorry. Good judgment call. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they've got a lot of cool things planned. Like the first issue back, it's going to be uh, uh, we're going to have the man thing is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second issue is, I don't think I have Howard in it entirely. <laughs> I don't want to get too specific, but it's okay. going to be a special, unique kind of story. Okay. And, and Chip definitely loves playing with a lot of the Marvel Universe guest stars. So nice. they'll be popping up throughout the rest of the run. Nice. And uh, I'll hint that people have been asking about Squirrel Girl and Howard the Duck mm-hmm. doing a team up or a crossover or something. And that's coming. You're working on it. Yes. It is a goal. It's a goal. All right. One of our heaviest hitters at Marvel and one of our most popular characters right now, Thor, Thor. will be back in Mighty Thor. So the yes. title is changing, yes. but Jane Foster is still wielding the hammer. Yes, very much so. Uh, it was the first volume. We were thrilled by everybody's response to it, uh, and the mystery was a lot of fun to see play out. 
But now it's now that we know who she is, Jason and Russell can really kind of get into it because mm-hmm. now they don't have to hide who she is from the reader. Mm-hmm. She's still the Marvel Universe itself still doesn't know who she is. Right. But it, they have a lot more fun kind of getting into her head, and now the, her real story kind of begins. Yeah. And they've got so much cool stuff planned. Um, we've got this wraparound cover for the first issue uh, that just has every character you can imagine on there. Mm-hmm. And Russell and Jason have plans for all of them. Nice. So uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. Now, Will, this one confuses me a little bit because we just went to all this trouble to uh, to blow up the Ultimate Universe. Yes. But you're editing a book called Ultimates. That's true. That seems odd. Yes. Can you can you give some sort of explanation? <laughs> well, it's it's firmly set in the Marvel Universe. Yes. This isn't a case where like Miles Morales is coming over. Yeah. Uh, this will be staffed. Uh, the lineup's going to be all Marvel Universe mainstays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Uh, oh shoot, I'm blanking on the line. Blue Marvel. Yeah, Blue yeah. Marvel's there. Spectrum, Monica Captain, Rambeau. You already said Captain Marvel. Yeah, and uh, and the teaser image will be out by the time this hits. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah. the big big. Uh, you know, literally, member is Galactus. He's yeah. also going to be on the team, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea is, you know, we want to just have that. That book had such an impact when it was first published, mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of widening the scope of, of you know the kind of stories that comics would tell, and then Marvel kind of the whole line kind of adopted that. Mm-hmm. And so now the challenge is, we want to do that kind of book here in the Marvel universe and amp it up again in some way yeah. Al Ewing and Kenneth Rockford are the team yeah. and if anybody can do it those two guys pretty can. excited to have Kenneth Rockford uh, yeah. working at Marvel that's yeah. awesome yeah he's, he's got a lot of fun ideas and his style's unlike anybody else's so in the same way that like you know Hitch was so key to the first ultimate success yeah. we needed somebody else who was equally as distinctive um, okay wrapping up I'm not sure how much you can say about this book but Honestly, uh, Chris Lando, our, one of our PR mavens, was talking about the premise of this book yesterday, and it's so kooky, weird, and awesome. Yeah. Uh, how much can you say about, not vision, but the visions? Yeah, yeah. The visions, uh, <laughs> sure. I mean, we can't, that premise is too much fun to hold on to. Yeah. Um, we talked with uh, Tom King about this book. Tom yeah. King's written some stuff for DC, the mm-hmm. uh, Grayson book and the Omega Man. And uh, he came back to us with an idea that was just a lot of fun. Yeah. And the idea is that the Vision basically uh, creates his own family. Yeah. Uh, mother, son, daughter. And it tries to live a normal life uh, with, with robots just like himself. And mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much because there's a lot of crazy ideas packed within that. Um, but it's, it's going to be a nutso book. Uh, you know, Tom pitched it as kind of The Incredibles meets Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, there's that fun family oh, dynamic. Man. There's a lot of weird so mystery cool. stuff to it. It's uh, going to make Vision's life interesting and challenging as hell. So I'm really excited about that book. Will Moss, you're a mad genius. You're a handsome man. We Thank appreciate you. you stopping by. No and, problem. And uh, we look forward to your output. All right. Thank you. All right, we're going to switch things up a little here by bringing in three guys who have nothing to do with one another, <laughs> All the other than the fact they're all very likable Charming individuals who can't stand each other. It's yeah, like a sitcom premise. You, you, you misstated. Three, three guys who want nothing to do with each other. Yeah, they want yeah. nothing to do with each other. <laughs> like uh, Jordan White, Jake Thomas, John Moisen, all J names. So that's one thing you all have going. You guys could have a great boy band, I think. Um, but you're all working on different books. I want to get you all in here to talk about all your different books uh, while Jordan reads stuff on his. What, what device is that? Do you want Never to mind. Plug no, the I device? can't plug oh, anything on that show. <laughs> Jordan, because you're so angsty, let's, no, let's no, get no. you out of the way. Okay. Deadpool, man. What's, yes. what's going on with Deadpool after Secret Wars? Uh, well, a lot. A lot of awesome stuff. Great answer. Uh, Deadpool is, 
I mean, uh, Deadpool is, when we get back from Secret Wars, the most popular superhero in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, Deadpool is always the most popular superhero in the world. Sure. But in the Marvel Universe, Arguably. he's the most popular superhero in the world. Uh, does that mean he, he stopped killing people and smelling bad and being annoying? No! People just love him for it. Uh, he still is a person who gets paid to murder people. Yeah. But everybody loves it. And Living the American that, dream. Yeah, they want that Deadpool merch. Yeah. Merc merch? Yeah, Merc merch. Jake Thomas made me too because Jake Thomas is so quick. <laughs> the Merc with the merch. Uh, John Moisen, Drax. Drax. What's going on with Drax, dude? You got a big coup on this one. Yes, Drax. We have CM Punk, UFC's CM Punk coming in to co-write with Colin Bunn. Mm-hmm. Uh this is Drax's first solo ongoing. Um, it's going to explore... Uh, the, the kickoff is that Drax uh, decides to go after Thanos uh, and ends up in the first issue crash landing on a, on a planet. And uh, from there, he, he has bar fights yep. and finds a slave ring and, yep. and fights uh, all sorts of evil. And uh, it's... Uh, I don't know, it's... When Punk turned in, you know, the initial pitch when he started talking to me, I expected him to lean into, you know, the UFC pro wrestling side of things. And right. He turned in this bonkers Ugh. pitch that I am, uh, you know, we're all excited to uh, see come to life. John Moisen is smiling so wide right now. It's <laughs> wonderful. It's Now that he shaved a little, you can actually see it, too. Jake Thomas, uh, sticking to the outer space vibe, you've got another Guardian, Venom Space Knight. Different, uh, different approach to Venom. Tell me about it. Yeah, well... Um We've been doing a lot with Venom uh, over the past uh, couple years where, uh, you know, we've had Flash in the symbiote Mm -hmm. and uh, he was given a a sort of remit by Tony Stark to go out into space and be the Earth's face in space, essentially. Um, A lot of outer space doesn't like us very much. Uh, He figured if we've got a group of people going around uh, calling themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy, there should be a human on there that makes us look good. So uh, they went out into space. And then out in space, they went to the home planet of the symbiote and uh, actually got the symbiote cleansed. Mm. So the symbiote is now uh, a much brighter, more heroic character. Uh, Flash is in a in a much better place in his life than he has been in a long time. He's, you know, out in space, being a hero, exploring. And so in this book, we've got Flash and the symbiote sort of uh, teaming up together. They're going to be real partners in being intergalactic heroes. Mm. So they're going to go out, they're going to, uh, you know, fight for justice and, and awesomeness in the spaceways. All that good stuff. Who's working on it? That is going to be Robbie Thompson writing, mm-hmm. uh, who fans might know from Supernatural. He mm-hmm. is also writing uh, Silk right now, which is great. Yep. Uh, and the art on that is going to be Ariel Olivetti. Oh, very cool. going to be very exciting. And uh, Venom is one of his favorite characters. Yeah. I don't know uh, how much he'd uh, drawn Venom in Marvel, but like he drew, draws Venom like on his own. Just for kicks. Like, he, yeah, he really yeah. loves the character. So giving him the opportunity to come on that book... Uh, he's been extremely excited and he's been turning in some great work. Jordan. Yeah! Star Wars is not a part of this, but great job on those. Thanks. Uh, John, (laughs) Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. We have Frank Barbier, who has written, he wrote Avengers World earlier this year, Mm -hmm. and 
much as it pains me to say it, he wrote the amazing New Avengers one-shot last mm-hmm. year that Jake Thomas edited. He's a good editor, Jake uh, Thomas. It huh? hurts me to say it, but yeah. he's, he's one of the best. Hey, uh, all right. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, Frank is coming on with Brent Schoonover, who uh, is currently working on, or I guess by the time you hear this, uh, the Ant-Man annual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, it's just... You don't know when they're going to hear this. Whatever. It's yeah. very presumptuous the future, of you. The past, okay. I don't know. Uh, but it is basically the the basic pitch is monsters with machine guns. Uh, Dum Dum Dugan gets reactivated by Shield, uh, and has to put together a team of monster of various assorted monsters from throughout the Marvel universe. So you have Hit Monkey, you have Manphibian, you have Teen Abomination, you have Orgo, uh, you have Van- or, um, uh, Werewolf by Night, uh, and and uh, a couple surprises in there. You'll uh, you'll have to read to find out. But it's. If you like monsters, if you like machine guns, if you like monsters with machine guns, this is the book for you. And flipping it over, John, what is Illuminati? Illuminati is uh, it is Josh Williamson and Sean Crystal working on villains being villains. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh came to me with the basic pitch of why are there no Avengers for the bad guys? Why is there no mm. team to save the bad guys when they're in trouble? Mm-hmm. And so the Hood is basically putting together his version of the Illuminati Except instead of it being an exclusive group, it includes all of the villains. His thought is that everybody deserves a place at the table. And so you'll see him powered up. You'll see uh, Titania's on the team. You'll see Black Ant or Eric O'Grady. You'll see Mad Thinker. A couple other villains will be in there. And you'll see them all being powered up. And basically this is their grab for power in the Marvel Universe. They want to become the next Doctor Doom or... Doc Ock or Red Skull. They want to be the the big bads in the Marvel Universe. And so you'll get to see them sort of work their way towards that. Guys, I cannot thank you enough for being in the same room together for more than a few minutes. Yeah, I'm sure this is John painful. was talking so much. I know, I know. It's all about me. Yeah, but Jordan, you're the one making us all the money. That's true. So hey, don't when, worry is about a, it. when is Deadpool going to join the Guardians, guys? Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think there's maybe another <laughs> Guardians team that you're running. Yeah. Guardians of the Kitchen? Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, there's the Great Lakes Guardians. Uh, sure. yep, yep, yep. Do they just guard the Great Lakes from space? They're like up in space, but they're like, oh, oh we care about Looks like that. something's going on down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. should probably be down. <laughs> yep. I don't know. That costs a lot. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. No good luck you. with good luck with your future endeavors. Yay. Daniel Ketchum. Hi. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. So good you? to be sitting across the table oh, from you. Oh, my. I wish I could say this. No, oh, wow. <laughs> Guys, that was a really funny joke. You would know if you were sitting here. <laughs> We are talking before how so much of Daniel's humor doesn't translate over audio, but I think it does. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Daniel, you've got some really cool stuff coming out of your oars. Uh, not the least of which is A-Force. A-Force. Your baby. A-Force is kind of your baby. A-Force to be reckoned with. All right. So what is uh, A-Force is a book that was very rooted in Secret Wars, but there's going to be an A-Force after Secret Wars. How is that there working is. and who's working on it? Um, how much am I allowed to say here? Well, uh, G. Willow Wilson, who has contributed to the uh, miniseries in your Secret Wars, um, she has been working on it with Marguerite Bennett, who's been fantastic. Um, G. Willow Wilson's coming back, and she'll be working on the ongoing series, and she'll be working on it with, uh, well, we have some superstar artists lined up. Yeah. I won't give it away for TBD, now. TBD, we can't say it yet. Um, I'm stopping you right there. <laughs> but, um, but the idea is that, yeah, um, A-Force has been our team of Avengers on Battleworld, um, through the wonderful machinations of comics, uh, we're going to have an adventure that carries over from Battleworld back into the main Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. And this team that's gathered up um, of, of course, the mightiest women of Marvel mm-hmm. uh, will be following up on this threat that's come from a- across the void. Yeah. Uh, and so we get to see um, She-Hulk, 
Dazzler, Nico, Medusa, this awesome team that we've built, come together once again to continue fighting these threats from Battle World back in the regular Marvel U. Very cool. It's a really cool premise. I'm excited to see it. Um, but Daniel, of course, your roots. Oh your roots remain with what? the X Men. Got no roots. You know, no roots. No roots there. <laughs> but you're an X Men guy. I am. And I am. you are running roughshod over the X Men. Uh, when the X Men come back after this break, it's a very different landscape. It is. Um, there's going to be three ongoing X Men books. Uh, I'm going to address them one at a time okay, to make it easier. It. Okay, I'm ready for it. Um, all new <laughs> X Men. Hit me. All new X-Men. Uh, well, Brian Bendis has been doing amazing work on X-Men, and this is a book that follows up on exactly that. Um, all new X-Men continues to tell the story of the original five X-Men who have come from the past to the present. Um, and yeah, the mutants, as we um, emerge into the post-Secret Wars Marvel Universe, um, mutants are in a precarious position. Uh, I mean, this is true of all three of the X-Men titles. Um, and in all new X-Men specifically, it's the kids' response. It's the youth's response to um, the hand that mutant kind has been dealt. Um, and so we'll see that when we pick up the book, they're in a very different place from where we left them. Um, a, well, one in particular is, is in a pretty... Yeah, he's gone to a deep, dark place. Um, and so it'll be that question of, can can his teammates pull him back from that? Right. Um, and not only that, but it's just a fun... I mean... Uh, one of the things we wanted to do, Dennis Hopeless's writing and Mark Bagley's drawing. Yeah. Uh, we we wanted Mark to Bagley key into. Mark Bagley's pretty cool. Totally. And, and yeah, when he's great with the young characters. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be a lot of him showing, hey, these are kids. They're out on the road. They're trying to make a difference. It's all that youthful optimism that the kids from the 60s would have coming into the present. Yeah. Um, and we want to capitalize on that. And so it's them kind of trying to make the world a better place in, in the way they see fit. And whether or not that's going to work out in the new Marvel eh, landscape, I mean, yeah. that's where all the fun and drama comes from. New title, Extraordinary X-Men. Extraordinary This is not a book we've ever had before. It is not, which is kind of crazy That's to think about. Cool, yeah, yeah, it's wild. Um, so Jeff Lemire, mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to say that. It feels weird to finally say it out loud. Jeff Lemire is writing Extraordinary X-Men. Um, and he is joined by Humberto Ramos, so mm -hmm. come on. Uh, you got murderous row of artists. I'm super and excited writers. about it. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that, yeah, um, it's our, this book more than any other speaks to the exact plight of mutant kind. Um, it is about Storm. Of course. Of course, yeah. Of course. It's a Daniel Ketchum right. edited book. I mean, right. Really, let's we let's make no mistake. This is not Extraordinary X-Men. The real title for this book is Storm, Storm and Her Adequate Storm, Friends. Storm and Her X-Men. Everyone knows the Storm and, the, yeah. and Her Adequate Friends. Yeah. Um, but it's Storm um, and her response to this new threat that Mutant Kind is facing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's uh, her gathering up a team of X-Men and exactly what their response is in the world. I mean, if... You want to put it this way, they're the um, humanitarian effort. They're the ones who are trying to reach out um, and safeguard uh, the future of their race. Um, it's going to be a lot of um, heroics, but the kind of heroics the X-Men often have sure. to resort to where it's heroics under pressure. Yeah. You know, when, when, when their existence is threatened, well, how do they stand up to that and rise above? Can you talk about who else is on the team, or are we keeping that I, close I, to the best? I don't know when this podcast is right, released, but, but, but I can. I mean, if you're like, okay, oh, nope, okay. Well, in your mind, it's Storm and whoever else, right? Yeah, I mean, we well, uh, I think, what, well, the promo image is probably going to be out there. Oh, so it's you, out so, there, don't worry. Oh, okay, well, then good. So then you've seen, mm -hmm. I mean, um, Magic is going to be a key member of the team. Jeff Lemire loves Magic, and so she'll have a lot of screen time. Um, she's got some cool stuff. And then by way of Magic, of course, we have Colossus. Of course. Um, Nightcrawler will be there. Um, Iceman's going to be there, and I'm so yeah. glad that he is. Yeah, um, yeah. Brian, That's another character that Brian Bendis has done some really cool things with. Yeah. And so we had to follow up on his story, and so he'll have some cool stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, pun intended. There's a couple other... Well, well, but, wait. Oh, nope. Did cool I sign on to a pun cool that I shouldn't... Stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, there's Stop also am point, I allowed please. to am I allowed to talk about the other characters who are showing up? I guess we we know Old Man Logan is mm -hmm. going to be in the main Marvel universe. 
Um, and so he will be a member of this team. And wow. I'm. what's funny is I feel like as Jeff and I delve into that, that story keeps morphing on us and becoming more complex because it's, you know, at first you're like, okay, the team needs a Wolverine, sure, dot, dot, mm-hmm, dot. But mm-hmm. as we're getting into it, we realize there's so much other stuff that comes into play when it's Old Man Logan yeah. and not our typical Wolverine. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of fun character stuff, some of which will be uh, pertinent to another member of the team, Jean Grey. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really, really excited to see that story unfold. Yeah. And I know that we've talked about, we have an issue in the in the first arc, there's an issue in particular that's a lot of just Jean Grey and Old Man Logan. And it's, it's this funny, it's this... It's this great character issue, but but it's so. What makes it so interesting is that it's not our Jean Grey and not our Wolverine, right? But it's but we know fun how, to see exactly yeah. to see how even across, even you know free of all the stuff you know yeah. just these two characters how they inherently have a have have sparks or there's a thing there. So it's really interesting. Now, extraordinary X Men is a new title, but the familiar, the old standard, Uncanny X Men still going. Uncanny still X-Men going is still strong. here as well. Indeed, yeah. indeed. And Cullen Bunn is coming on to write that. I'm super yeah. thrilled. He, um, I've been working with him on Magneto for, what, the past year and a half, two years or yeah. something now. Yeah. It's crazy to think it's that long. Um, and he's bringing some of that to Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, so glad that's continuing somewhere. I'm yeah. super, yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, he's going to be collaborating with Greg Land. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, whereas Extraordinary X-Men is like the humanitarian effort, um, as always, there's there's the sword, and yeah. that's Uncanny X-Men. In this case, it's, um, this one I almost don't want to say as much about, mm. it's Magneto. It's Magneto has, has formed a team of X-Men. Um, he is joined by Psylocke, um, but also by Sabretooth, who mm. in recent times, after the events of uh, Avengers X-Men Axis, yeah. he's had a change of heart, but, but it, not I mean, too much. Well, I think that's going to be one of the fun things to play with here. It's, right. You know, he's on a team of killers, yeah. and oddly enough, in a lot of ways, he's their conscience. But yeah. how much has he changed? How will he be swayed? He's cool. There's going to be a really fun story for him in this book. Yeah. Um, Mystique is on the team in some way, shape, or form. I can't. I just, I'm a, a pun machine. You're good, man. Wah, you're good. Wah. You know what you're doing. Um, but, uh... Yeah, it's going to be a really, really fun book where we just take a bunch—I mean, a bunch of the the edgiest killer characters, be they hero or villains—and mm-hmm. put them all together. Uh, it should be um, a really cool adventure. Cool. And one character you mentioned as we go into the final book that you're working on here is Old Man Logan. In addition to being an extraordinary, yes. he's kind of his own series. Correct. Which is very complex. What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, luckily, so um, Old Man Logan's actually also written by Jeff Lemire, yeah. and so because he's writing both. Um, there's a lot of care put into making sure that the two books have separate distinct identities. Yeah. And so Old Man Logan in Extraordinary X-Men, it's a lot of um, how he relates the team and relates to those characters. And it really focuses on him being a man displaced from time and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Old Man Logan instead is a story of, hey, we have a Wolverine character in the present. Um, what is that? You know, what? Yeah. In a lot of ways, it's what fun Wolverine stories can you tell? You know, all, all the stories, you know, um, a, a Wolverine walks into a town and, and something's off, you know? But but how does that change when it's Old Man Logan instead of our typical Wolverine? Right. Um, and not only that, but, you know, there's all the, there's, there are always the fun set pieces that come with Wolverine that you don't typically see in X-Men, like right. all the Madripoor stuff and all the, the Jap- Japan stuff. Um, and so it'll be really fun to visit those tropes with Old Man Logan and see exactly well, what's his response um, when when someone expects Wolverine to walk through the door and it says Old Man Logo, yeah. Logan, what happens? Yeah. Um, and Andrea Sorrentino is joining him on art, so yes. it'll be a gorgeous book as That's well. That's going to be awesome. Dang, you did it. Oh, that's so nerve-wracking. You did a great job, man. Oh, you're doing a great you. job. Thank you very much. You're, and you're, you're doing adequate work as well. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, son of Amanat, Charles Beecham. 
you guys are here to talk about what is coming out of Secret Wars. We've been talking to so many people about so many exciting books that I don't have a, like a cool intro left anymore. It's literally <laughs> just like state the facts. So boring, Ben. God, uh, you know, get a new job. That's what they call me. Thank you. Thank you, for, as always, for your encouragement. You guys have a lot of cool stuff you're working on, uh, not the least of which is on uh, your, your baby, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's back, got a new creative team, yeah, got we, some new stuff going on. We just announced this today, which yeah. I don't know when this podcast is happening. No, but. one thing on a podcast is you never say, we just announced <laughs> Oops. this today. Oops, but I go for it. This. You just dated what? this podcast. You did date this podcast, but that's yeah, okay. This is, that means it's like a relic. Exactly. All right. So yeah. history has happened. Uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick has left Captain Marvel. Um, very, very sad to see her go, but she's got some great things planned in her own future. And um, we are welcoming Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Tara Butters. Tara mm. Butters. I hate That's when right. things are not, my names are not pronounced correctly. Yeah. Um, who are actually the showrunners of Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who have not watched Agent Carter, you should. No. Uh, they are really uh, amazing. Their writing team, actually, they've been together for a very long time. Um, and I sort of uh, closed my eyes and crossed my fingers and thought, you know, maybe they would bring sort yeah. of a new dimension to, to Carol's story. Uh, and, you know, they have such great experience writing strong women, strong female characters. Um, so I reached out to them and they said yes, which was very exciting yeah. for, for us. And... Um, they are telling sort of Captain Marvel's next adventure, which is uh, Captain Marvel uh, serving as an emissary to the cosmos, uh, to the galaxy, um, uh, representing really Earth. Uh, and she's going to be serving as a diplomat and as a soldier um, in a new uh, experimental, I guess, space program, which... We will talk a little bit more as we start revealing more story information yeah. about Captain Marvel. But uh, this is very much a new status quo for, for Carol and Christopher Anka, who I don't know if you guys are familiar. He's he's worked on Uncanny X-Men. He's a really fantastic storyteller and uh, designer. Um, so he sort of uh, tweaked Carol's design a little bit and uh, is building up this or designing this, this new space program that we have. And it's definitely... Uh, something that we haven't really even seen before not only just for Captain Marvel but really in the Marvel Universe um, so people who are a fan of Carol for, who are fans of, of space adventures will really love this new series yeah if you guys if you guys are fans of the big sci-fi stories uh, far reaches of space kind of how Earth um, like uh, organizations from Earth go out and reach out to, to other uh, corners of the universe you're gonna you're gonna love this it's gonna be fun yeah and back on Earth uh, well, I guess Carol's going to be on Earth, too. But back solely on Earth, New Avenger, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Big deal. Big deal. America's sweetheart. She's America's arrived. Sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, she's arrived. She's arrived. She finds all of the, everything that she's been working for uh, for the last, what, almost two years now yeah. uh, comes true. Like, all of her dreams, all of the things that she she had has ever wanted. Um, and she's got an Avengers ID card. Um, she is getting to work with her idols, mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely a big day in Carol. Carol, sorry, in, in Kamala's life. Um, but uh, with every sort of new big adventure, uh, this is this is sort of the first time that Kamala gets everything she wants, but then doesn't know what to do with it. Mm. So it's going to be a little bit daunting, exciting. She's going to mess up, mm. uh, and this is going to be. 
uh, Kamala as she comes into her own, um, but uh, tripping along the way as she usually does. I, I can't add anything to that. This is, this is season two. It's good to be um, honest. It's the greatest yeah. assistant editor. It's like, you're yeah. doing a great job, boss. <laughs> uh, oh, it's, so it's Will Wilson, Adrian Alfona, of course, and uh, Takeshi Miyazawa. Yeah. Uh, they're it's gonna a great be t- combo. It's a great combo, yeah. right? That They, they did actually um, Runaways together yeah. back in the day. So this is sort of uh, a callback to that and still stylistically a little bit different. And, of course, Ian Herring is going to be returning... Um, on uh, on colors and a cover artist, which I cannot announce yet, but I'm super excited oh, about man. too. All yeah, right, cool. So that's something to keep uh, stay tuned for. Mm-hmm. Although since this is a podcast, it may be out by the time we uh, put it out there. That's right. the danger that's of doing a dang. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all new Hawkeye, still all new. Still, it's always super all new. new. It's super new. All right, all new Hawkeye. <laughs> still Quinn, still Kate, still everything. All new Hawkeye, number one. Actually, this is going to be interesting because it's going to be Kate and Clint, and the actual only Hawkeye in this series will be Kate. Kate. Um, nice. Clint has sort of retired, mm-hmm. uh, and him and... About time. Kate, about time, right? It's not like he was doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clint and Kate <laughs> um, are actually on the outs, and something mm-hmm. has happened... Uh, that has sort of destroyed their relationship and we sort of reveal it over time. And this is going to actually be a flash forward in present day issue. Mm-hmm. So, or series, rather. Uh, Ramon Perez is back. Of course, Jeff Lemire writing. Um, very beautifully done, stylistically different than, than what we did uh, in this current run. Okay, one last one to cover and it's a big one. Uh, after, how, how, how do you follow up a run like Mark Wade and Chris Somney on Daredevil? <sighs> That was the challenge posed to you guys. Mm-hmm. What was your answer? Uh, Charles Soule and Ron Garney. Yeah. <laughs> um, really, really excited about this uh, this series. I'm excited about all the series I'm working on. I'm very lucky to work with really amazing creators and really great uh, series in general. Um, but this series is sort of um, shaking things up about a bit in terms of what has come before tonally with mm-hmm. Daredevil. Daredevil has been very, very, you know, happy-go-lucky to an extent, mm-hmm. kind of trying mm-hmm. to be positive for the first time in his life. Um, and what you'll see with Mark Wade and Chris's run, um, he sort of stumble. Charles. Mark Wade, sorry, oh. what did I say? You Mark- said Mark and. Chris Samney. Sorry, Mark, Mark Wade and Chris Samney's run. As Charles a is host. a great assistant editor. <laughs> yeah, he is right? a great assistant editor. That's what he does. He, he just edited you. He Sorry, does this guys. all the time. Um, he, as, as their run comes to a close, you'll sort of see how uh, how Daredevil stumbles and, mm-hmm. and sort of the sacrifices he has to make. So um, as you sort of flash forward eight months in the future, uh, when Charles and Ron bring um, Matt Murdock back, uh, it's a slightly different Matt Murdock. Um, mm. Not as dark as what he's been before, but mm-hmm. he's made some real sacrifices and um, he thinks a little bit differently. Yeah. He's and got a new costume. He's got a new costume. He also has a sidekick. Um, and uh, the origin of the sidekick and why he's important to to Matt will mm-hmm. be revealed over the course of the, the first arc, but Charles has really you know, paved this... Um, S- slightly, uh, slightly creepy. Um, it's very but, mysterious. N- yeah, he's he's gonna be charming, but like in a weird kind of way. Mm. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Mm. 
be. Yeah, and it's and we're actually going to be well, Matt will still be in, we'll be back in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Um, we're going to be basing a lot of the adventures in sort of a new looking Chinatown. Nice. Um, so I'm excited to to show show people pages as they come in. Actually, we have half the book right now, and it's yeah. really stunning. It's gonna be fun. There might be some some other new characters, some other new developments, but it's gonna. Yeah, we can't share that yet. Mm, I just said that. I just might be. Be vague. Be, be vague be. as possible. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah, this is a podcast. Everything's yeah. veiled in mystery. Everything's vague. Mostly because we don't know. Yeah, good <laughs> Don't worry. Great job, guys. We did it. Good luck. Thank you. You're doing great. You're doing great, Ben. Oh, I needed that. Yeah. Thank just, you. Just for right now. There you have it, guys. Every editor talking about every title that we can talk about so far. There's more to come, but uh, yeah your comprehensive guide to all new, all different Marvel. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed this. want to thank all the editors for coming in and chatting with us and encourage you guys to keep checking marvel.com as well as all our social channels for the latest on all new, all different Marvel. Believe me when I tell you, there is still much more to come. We're really excited about this. Again, thanks for listening. Send us your comments. Use the hashtag This Week in Marvel to tell us what you think. Until next time, I'm Ben Mars. This is Marvel, your universe.